Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Do you need a good laugh? A pick-me-up in the middle of the week? Are you looking for some uncommon sense, the right words at the right time? Are you at the end of your rope? Help has arrived! Grab that rope and listen to Tie a Knot and Hang On. Help has arrived with Camille Sanzone. Wednesdays, 1 p.m. Eastern on W4WN, the all-women radio station. To be humble, to be kind it is a giving of peace in your mind To a stranger, to a friend To give in such a way that has no end We are love, we are one We are how we treat each other when the day is done We are peace, we are war heroes do and some days they look like moi tgiw thank god it's wednesday i'm camille sanzone with another episode of tie and knot and hang on help has arrived if you listen to me regularly why thank you what good taste you have <laughs> welcome back shout out to my collective lunch bunch scattered throughout the united states and i someone already said we are here listening in the chat room thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to those who listen in other countries at different times of the day, welcome and thank you as well. If you have somehow stumbled upon my little show for the first time, please stick around. I think you'll be glad you did. And for those to whom my show is new, know that I broadcast live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. You can listen on W4WN from any device. Just get the free app. You can also get an app for iHeartRadio where all my past shows can be found in their archives. Catch up on shows you may have missed, listen again to a favorite, share with friends. Just scroll down my list of episodes. It has a description. Pick one that grabs you, and you can listen to me any day of the week, anytime you like, because I am your radio beckon call girl. Now, my mission today, as always, is to entertain you. So leave your troubles outside. But I also hope to enlighten you, to encourage you to discover ever better ways of being in the world. Because, well, frankly, you deserve to be happy. Yeah, you. As I broadcast live today, it's Wednesday, October 24, 2018. And my topic is, we are the world. For today is Global Oneness Day. Well, in July of 2010, the Humanities Team Global Council decided to create an official Global Oneness Day on United Nations Day, which was October 24th. United Nations Day and Global Oneness Day share common visions for a compassionate and sustainable world. 
it's a day where, where we celebrate our oneness, just as Earth Day galvanized the movement to protect and preserve our global environment. Now, global oneness has become a global catalyst for, well, spiritual education, activism, and there's an annual summit event. And it's kind of on the, the leading edge of the creation of a, a new paradigm for living in the world. Now, the focus each year is different. They have a different theme. And this year, the theme is living your life for the benefit of all. And the hope is to inspire greater levels of compassion and care in every word we speak and every footprint we leave behind. That's interesting. Every footprint we leave behind us as our consciousness continues to expand into new and exciting places. And as we begin to live from that ecstatic place of oneness throughout each and every day. Can you imagine can you imagine living in that kind of world? It starts there, you know, in our imagination. The more of us who envision it, the more likely the possibility becomes that things can, in fact, shift in that direction. Believe with me. Was it like uh, in Peter Pan? If you believe, you save Tinkerbell or something. <laughs> believe, believe, believe. Across the globe, of course, there have always been pockets of prejudice, pockets of poverty. And across the globe, there have always been varying beliefs about life, the political, social, and economic philosophies of life. I read somewhere once that prejudices are divergent whereas creeds are always in collision. I didn't understand it at first, but it's like we can, we can be prejudiced or bigoted in a wide range of arenas, you know, from race, religion, skin color, gender, age, sexual orientation, odd, ad nauseum, you name it. People who believe differently may bump into each other, but bigots either collide or keep out of each other's way. Thank you. A couple more people in the chat room letting me know they made it and they're with me. Thank you. Now, a creed or a strong belief is a collective thing. I think there was a time when prejudice was more of a private thing, but not today. And, and, and some of us have taken on our prejudices as a creed. And the other bunch of us may be tolerating it to our detriment. My concern, I don't want to say fear because that word... It just gives things more power. But my concern is that the more misanthropic the world becomes in any corner of it, the more fragmented the globe becomes. And today is Global Oneness Day. We are the world. Now, misanthropic may be a $50 word to some of us. It was to me. <laughs> I sort of thought I knew what it meant when I read it. but So I looked it up. It means disliking or distrusting. Disliking or distrusting humankind. Sometimes to the point of avoiding human society. Now, in some respects, it's isolationism. Pulling out of the United Nations, for instance. Saying America first may sound wonderful on the surface. It may make you feel proud to be an American, but it's it just it's really no better than those who say me first or my family first and the hell with the rest of you. Now, we are by nature social. We are social beings. We don't generally want to walk on the other side of the street when we see someone coming towards us. I mean, I think our natural tendency is to want to stretch out our hand, at least wave hello, and maybe get up close and embrace and express our inclusiveness. I mean, how can we teach our children to be caring, contributing members of society if they see that we have no regard for other people or their needs? And speaking of which, I know uh, someone's writing in the chat room that they're just now getting back to normal from the hurricanes. Uh, that's when we see some oneness. Isn't that terrible that we have to wait for a crisis and a tragedy? But at least, at least we see it there. I wish the government acted as quickly as, as individuals do. And I'm so happy to see that a lot of celebrities who have the means are helping out in situations like that. Giving money, giving time, helping build things back up. But saying American first or America first or me first 
to the exclusion of others. See, now someone is saying you, you have to take care of your own first. That's the golden rule. Nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with taking care of your own. I'm saying, but to the exclusion of others. And some people don't mean that when they say America first, because if you say America first and you still are inclusive and you help others as you can, but when you say America first and you pull out of organizations where other countries are getting together to keep all of us safer, that's the difference. That's the difference. Because when we do that, it's ultimately suicide because we need interaction. We need interaction and cooperation with others to have a fulfilling, safer, and culturally richer, richer life. Now, the United States, as other parts of the world too, I think is experiencing a polarization unlike, well, unlike anything I've seen in my lifetime. And while there may be genuinely two different ways of viewing things, at least here, there seems seldom a true debate about anything because the two sides don't even answer each other. You know, in fact, they seem to ignore each other. It's like instead of having a debate, it's, it's one speech following another speech and then another speech. And sometimes it doesn't even follow the same topic. They don't listen. They don't listen to the other side. They climb, they, they simply wait for a time to insert themselves and their side of the argument, or they inject themselves wherever they like, whenever they like. A real debate, a real controversy is when each side, however burning with enthusiasm, never interrupts the other. They listen, they listen. And sometimes it seems we've lost that human ideal. Some people in the chat room are saying maybe we need to keep our nose out of the business of other people and another says are they keeping us safer or just using us to fight their battles where they can't keep up with us hmm well I, I'd like to err on one side rather than the other I think we can't we can't be out there all by ourselves we can't we need we can't just stand by ourselves. We need the cooperation. We need the strength. Strength comes in numbers. Who we choose to be allies, that's something else. And that comes with history and experience with that country. Now, when, when we let that happen, when we let isolation happen and we pull back, we retreat, we don't want to see ourselves as one with the world. We just want to see ourselves as first, as better, as best it's less likely that we're going to find solutions. Humankind, humankind, kind humans, yeah. We will not alter conditions for the better if we keep isolating. We need to reach and search for the highest good of all concerned. What is happening, to the contrary sometimes, at least it seems to me, is that the current state of affairs seems to be altering some of us. Instead of us changing the situation, it's changing us. Now, that does scare me. I want to get back a minute to what someone said in the chat room. Maybe we need to keep our nose out of the business of others. Years ago, when I lived in New York, I worked for Protective Services, which investigated allegations of abuse and neglect of children. There were neighbors who heard the screaming Nobody called. For years, nobody called. Until finally, one of the children was, was so hurt that they almost died. And the police came and then we were called in to look at the family situation. So, when is it right? And you can call, you know, you can call anonymously about things that you see. What they say, if, if you say, see something, say something. Someone else in the chat room, there's so much controversy out there. Let's look back at the past. We have done many things to help get things back in order, but see nothing back from it. Many times they turn on us after we build them up. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. In my mind, I view that as cynical. I understand it. I understand it. Like some people who are prejudiced against black people might say, well, they had an experience with a black person who mugged them, who did this, who wasn't nice. Well, I mean, that's a piece of the puzzle. 
And that sometimes we take that microscopic thing and we make it macroscopic, which every person of that ethnicity is must be bad because that one person was bad to us. And so if we have a bad experience with one country, uh, I'm not happy seeing uh, the president praise oligarchs, praise tyrants, praise dictators who execute their people, execute their families so they can become the leader. Uh, he, he seems to like strong men, no matter what their tactics are. I don't find that to be enviable or admirable. But, you know, so we each look at things in a different way. We each look at things in a different way. But it does scare me when we change. As I said, I, I've seen people I've known for years turn into fear mongers. You know, they feed on the fear politicians spew until it becomes their own mantra. Now, the other day I read this quote, the head can be beaten small enough to fit the hat. Let me repeat that. The head can be beaten small enough to fit the hat. Hmm. Now, we've seen those hats, haven't we? Maybe some of you listening wear one. And if you are, I'm grateful that you do listen because I certainly have a different point of view and you're at least open enough to listen to me, not to take my views as your own, but to hear them and maybe marinate them a little bit. Think about things. Make America great again. I contend that we are only as great as our arms are open wide to embrace others, other ideas and other countries. Rebel, my darling engineer, is going to play Michael Jackson and friends singing We Are the World. Feel free to sing along. There comes a time when we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one. There are people dying. Oh, when it's time to lend a hand to life, the greatest gift of all. We can't go on pretending day by day that someone somewhere will soon make a change. We all a part of God's great big family. And the truth, you know love is all we
and me. We are the world. We are the world. If someone wrote in the chat room while that was playing or just before uh, thing. I don't normally get into things like this, but I'm here to say don't use your opinion when you're calling to report on people. Go to the family first and speak to them if you think there's a problem. Just because you see things one way doesn't mean the way you see it is the right way for everyone. And I, you know, I get that. I get that, but I I was a, a, a social worker. I was a caseworker, as I said, for protective services. And even uh, when I went there, they'd say, hey, lady, you think I'm beating my woman? What's to keep me from beating you? Hmm. So if you hear a neighbor, a woman screaming and the children crying, Daddy, 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 stop her hitting Mommy. I don't think you'd want to go knocking on that door. I don't think you'd want to go knocking on that door. But if you hear that often and don't report it, and then the next time you heard it, there was suddenly silence because that final blow was, in fact, the final blow. How, how would you feel when you might have made a phone call Again, anonymously, you don't have to say your name if you're afraid of retribution. So often, that was the case. I went out to, to schools, to the seventh grade group and the seniors talking about domestic violence and how to stay safe if you were a child in a home where there was domestic violence. And so many of them told stories, well, my mom's in jail because she killed my father because he kept beating her and beating her. And one night she, she had enough. And when he was sleeping, she kept hitting him with a bat. And she's in jail because there was no imminent threat. He was sleeping at the moment. Well, she felt she wouldn't have any chance when he was awake. But there she was going to be spending 15 years in jail. You know, when maybe, maybe if some neighbor had called, they would have investigated and I helped a lot of women make the choice finally to make a report because, you know, they have mixed feelings. They love their husband. They maybe they either don't. Well, he at least he supports us financially, whatever their reasons. But I'm digressing from oneness day from the world to individual families. But that's all a part of it. That's all a part of it. So I don't mind. Don't mind doing that. Hmm. Now, that song, We Got the World, of course, expresses some beautiful sentiments, you know, makes us hopeful. And yet some people, rather than building on that, are speculating that we may be going to see another civil war. Some people feel we need it. We need another revolution. But, you know, when you, when you look at history, it's like revolution doesn't necessarily lead to resolution, As we learn more about each other, as we see new evidence or learn the truth about things, we naturally evolve. Isn't, isn't that better to create and live in a world filled with caring, compassionate human beings? I know I want to live in that kind of world. I want that to be the United States, the United States that the world has always thought of as being inclusive, not exclusive, unifying rather than divisive. Yeah. Someone else in the chat was saying, speak up for yourself, but don't speak for others. Again, it's a matter of, am I only for myself? Or do I want the highest good for all concerned? I don't want you to put yourself in harm's way. That's why I said, don't confront an angry person. Call and tell them what's going on, and then they investigate. Now, I'm not saying things have always been perfect in the United States. Far from it. Just look at our history. Certainly our history of slavery. You know, I've never understood how one group of people could believe it was okay to enslave another. In fact, that it was their right. But there was much to be learned from the past that was good. Very good. As for me, my old soul, I guess I, sometimes I think I long for another renaissance. The word renaissance is a French word. It means rebirth. It was a period in European civilization immediately following the Middle Ages. It was characterized by a surge in interest in, well, mostly classical things, scholarship, art, literature, but human values too. And while the Renaissance 
stressed a new focus on the arts and classics. I'm talking here more of a new treatment of manners, values, human ideals. That's, that's what made America great. Our values, our human ideals. I'm going to take my mid-show break and we're going to hear We Are One from Lion King 2. And we'll be back in about three or four minutes. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. What you see every day that will never turn away When it seems all your dreams come undone We will stand by your side filled with hope and filled with pride We are more than we are, we are one have a child in your life, I want you to go to Amazon.com and get a copy of Saki Winky the Monkey Saves the Animals, Volume 1 in the Saki Winky series. The story is told lyrically in rhyme by author Elizabeth Reynolds. The rich illustrations are those of Lisa DiPetto. The story, while wildly entertaining, also embraces the qualities of loyalty, courage, and perseverance, and will touch the heart of any child. Saki Winky the Monkey Saves the Animals by Elizabeth Reynolds. Get it, give it, and make a child. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to grab a copy of my book, 
at the end of your rope, tie a knot, and hang on. Help has arrived. Ever felt you were at the end of your rope? In my book, you will surely find a new supply. It's filled with humor and down-to-earth life strategies, processes that will stir your inner workings and inspire you to choose a better way of being in the world. You deserve to be happy. Just go to Amazon.com and enter my name, Camille Sanzone, or the title of my book, Your Troubles Will Self-Destruct, in five chapters. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Listen to Camille Sansoni Wednesdays 1 p.m. Eastern to her show, Tie a Knot and Hang On. Help has arrived on W4WN. All Women Radio. And don't you forget about it. And don't you forget about it. And that, for some of you who may not know, was voiced by my nephew Johnny. And some of you who listen regularly know that he's a wonderful, wonderful singer. In fact, he is going to sing us out after the at the end of today's show. Singing What a Wonderful World. Now... Someone in the chat room wrote, do humans have values these days? You have to ask yourself. Uh, Well, certainly uh, a bunch of us do. (laughs) I think some people's values have changed. And I think a lot of it has to do with this me first, America first. Um, I mean, and, and what really surprises me is very often that sentiment comes from people who describe themselves as religious and it seems to me one of the commonalities in in all the religions is being compassionate towards our our fellow humans in fact putting them ahead of you or at least on the same level as you you know loving our neighbor as ourselves but uh you know, it gets translated, and, be, and, and many times because of the, the fear factor. Well, if we don't keep and huddle to ourselves, they're going to overtake us. They're going to, you know, pull us in, and we're going to have a false sense of security and all of that kind of stuff. I, yeah, oh, I hate to call myself a Pollyanna and all of that, and some people, I'm sure, think of me as a, uh, what's the expression, a bleeding heart liberal. I don't know, but I certainly would rather be on that side than the other. I care about people. That's why I went into social work. That's why I'm doing my show. I know some of you have asked me in the past, um, do I get a salary for being on the air? No, I don't. Years ago, uh, it worked that way when I was in radio. I was a producer, and I got paid for that. I booked other shows, guests on other shows, and I was on the air Saturday night, 8 to midnight, and I got paid for that. These days, especially with the podcast, we pay the owner of the station for our time on the air. And if you're fortunate, you get sponsors and then you get money from doing advertisements. But when I was on the air years ago on traditional radio, I was on for four hours. And four hours, you could have four or five commercials without it interrupting the flow of your show. But I only have five zero minutes with you. And even if I had a, a slew of people wanting to advertise, I, I wouldn't want my show just to be one big advertisement, you know, and every three minutes do a commercial, do a commercial. So, um, for the privilege of talking to you, <laughs> uh, you know, I just, I hope that you'll thank me by maybe thinking differently, making your life better, uh, encouraging other people to, and, and maybe, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm hawking, but I am a little, uh, you know, going to amazon.com, putting in at the end of your rope, tie a knot and hang on, help has arrived. Uh, you might try just putting my name in under books, Camille Sanzone, S-A-N-Z-O-N-E, and, you know, s- spend 15 bucks on your old lady Camille, <laughs> and I, I think you'll get a lot out of the book and share it with others. But I, I've always gone into that area, doing social work and then doing radio so that I can help people make better choices and hopefully towards having a better life. Some people, so she tells people to listen to my show. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Now, I know there are those of you listening who might think this whole idea of we are one, global oneness, is just so much airy, fairy, cosmic, foo-foo. And you're entitled to your opinion, but I can't help wondering how much richer life would be if we opened our minds and hearts to be more inclusive, more expansive, 
you know, I, I know probably it's our tendency to be afraid of what's different from what we know. We not trust. We, we don't always trust the unknown. But I would rather learn about what's different and come to know the unknown than be afraid of it. You know, let, let me share a little story with you. When I was going to Hofstra University, I was studying uh, education was my major. I first was going to teach Spanish, then English, and finally landed on I wanted to teach elementary school. One of the requirements was to observe uh, an elementary grade class a couple of days a week, first semester, and the teacher's name, uh, well, I'll just say her first name, Carolyn. I spoke to her for a while before I went and, and observed her class. And she was warm, accepting, seemed quite nice. But in the classroom, she was this stern, hard, cold, almost forbidding teacher. And after the first time observing her, I, I mentioned it to her gently, nicely. But I said, gee, Carolyn, I, I mean, I don't know you really well, but you just seem so warm and inviting and boy, that wasn't the same person who <laughs> was teaching that class. And she, I said, why are you so different in class than you are outside? And she said, well, because they need to know that I'm in business. I have to lay down the law for the first few months of the year. And then when the holidays come, with the excuse of the holidays, I loosen up, let my hair down, and then I can behave as my true self the rest of the year because now they know to behave. They know when I say something, I mean it. <laughs> I found that odd. I found that odd. But anyway, there was only one black child in that class. And I noticed her sitting by herself a few days that I had been there. I approached her on the third day and that I saw her. And I asked her, is everything okay, honey? And she said the other kids wouldn't play with her. They said that she was too dark. So I pointed to a, a big beauty mark I had and still have on, on my left forearm. And I was explaining to her why it was brown in that circle. And I said, it's, there's something in everybody's body. It's called melanin. Isn't it pretty? Sounds like a melon, a honeydew. But it's called melanin. And when it goes together in one spot, it makes a brown spot. So you've got one here and I've got one here. And I said, and you have a lot more of that melanin in your body and that's why you're dark brown all over and it's beautiful and she smiled and she looked at me and she said you mean I'm one big beauty mark <laughs> and I said yes you are and you know it made such a big difference to her they had a teacher conference night teacher parent night and Carolyn invited me to go and I went and this girl's mother came up to me and she said my daughter told me about you and she told me what you told her she said I can't tell you the difference I have seen in my daughter she says she doesn't brag or anything but if anybody says something to her about her being dark or black she smiles and she says thank you I'm one big beauty mark <laughs> so you know little things we're so afraid of what's different. Those other children had never seen a black person, apparently. And they're thinking dark is, is, is frightening. I don't know what. But I wanted the whole class to understand. So I had to do a lesson. So my lesson was going to be about brown eggs and white eggs. And I had a dozen of each in the front of the room. And I had kids come up. And I had a clear bowl, two bowls. And I had kids the brown eggs in one bowl, crack them and put them in the bowl and, and some crack the white eggs. And then I turned my back and I switched the bowls around and around and put them down. And I said, now, which bowl has the brown eggs and which bowl has the white, white eggs? And of course, they really couldn't tell much difference. And the point was, you know, we don't know what's inside. We don't know what's inside anybody until we open them up. And hopefully it made a difference. Hopefully it made a difference. Now, that teacher, I don't know if she ever changed her method. She said it worked for her. I wasn't there after Christmas, so, you know, I don't know. Someone's asking me how did that work out for that teacher. Um, I was told a lot of teachers apparently do that. Uh, maybe they were told that when they had teacher education. I don't know. All I know is I prefer a circle of life kind of life. What a segue. Elton John's going to sing that for you right now.
to the sun There's more to be seen Than can ever be seen More to do Than can ever be done Some say eat or be eaten Some say live and let live But all our agree is to join the stampede. You should never take more than you give in the circle of life. It's the wheel of fortune. It's the leap of faith. It's the band of circle of life i was just looking at some more of the comments in the chat room <laughs> one person wrote for sure my wife was a better cook because of you <laughs> okay i know i talk about food but i was wondering if she read my book because in the appendix i have a section i have a section of my original comfort food recipes maybe i should write a cookbook i've thought about that over the years um i have a bunch of my recipes and collection with a, maybe I'll put a snippet here and there, some anecdotes, little philosophy. Now, what would I call a cookbook? Cammy's Cannoli Kitchen? Hmm. Maybe one week I'll have you tell me what you think I should name a cookbook I write. And that shouldn't take too long. Then if I make it available as an ebook, you can get it that much faster. We'll see. 
we'll see. But life is good in spite of in spite of everything we go through, in spite of everything we go through. Now, I'm going to leave you today at the end with an exit song. As I said, a song my nephew recorded called A Wonderful World. And again, if you listen regularly, you know that my nephew was like more like my son than my nephew, and he's a big piece of my heart. And he's been going through rounds and rounds and rounds of chemo since last October when he was first diagnosed with esophageal uh, cancer, but it, it has spread uh, to other areas, and now it's in his liver. It seems to, the tumor goes away in one area, and then it spreads to another. So I appreciate those of you who have uh, prayed for him and have him have him in your prayer circles. Uh, keep praying. Keep praying for him. You've been listening to Camille Sanzone with Tie a Knot and Hang On. Help has arrived. I hope I'm always a little piece of help get you through hump day every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. I hope you've enjoyed your time with me today. I, I really hope I, I do inspire you to dream more, learn more, be more, give more. Keep coming back every Wednesday. If there's something you want me to talk about in particular, tell me in the chat room. Tell me in an email. Easy enough. It's Camille Sanzone at AOL.com. And please remember, kindness. Kindness is contagious. It really is. Try it. It's infectious. Contagious. Spread it around. I leave you now with the song stylings of one of my favorite, favorite singers, Johnny Sanzone, and it's a wonderful world. See you next Wednesday. It's Halloween. Oh. See trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of I'm gonna make this place your home 